welcome to our Christmas special and look back episode here on Tellius Talk. I'll be looking back at a few select news stories that happened in 2023 and see how they are influencing us today. If you've been listening to Tellius Talk for a while now, you will know we are starting our fifth year of podcasting in January. And I would like to thank everyone who has listened and contributed to our ministry. Please listen to the end where we will have something very special to share with you. So, let's look at some events from this past year. Considering the season we're in, let us start with something sensational. Canada has cancelled Christmas. All right. On November 24th, the National Post reported that the Canadian Human Rights Commission has declared Christmas as religious intolerance, which seems odd because isn't the claim that Christianity is intolerant a statement of religious intolerance itself? Anyway, according to the Canadian Human Rights Commission website, religious intolerance can be understood as intolerance of a person's religion, religious beliefs, and practices. It is rooted in the negative attitudes, values, and beliefs held toward those of a particular religion. So, then I guess the Canadian Human Rights Commission is guilty of intolerance. Am I right? The National Post goes on to say that if the federal government chooses to enforce the commission's declaration, that what we can expect is that there will be challenges against the statutory holiday. And I can only imagine how this will affect employee time off and family gatherings during the holiday season. Bah, humbug. If these declarations of the Canadian Human Rights Commission are held up, prepare to see challenges against Easter as well. So that will go over, won't it? Hey, Ottawa, why don't you take away our holidays? As well as taxing us into the ground. Are you gambling on whether Canada goes quietly into a Chinese communism-style dictatorship or full-on French Revolution? Maybe you've forgotten how COVID came to an end. But such a move is not without precedent, if you recall. It was a certain Mr. Scrooge who could see no use for Christmas either. On December 15th, 2023, it was reported that the Ontario Superior Court of Justice has ruled that referring to drag queens as groomers does not fall under Canada's protected speech laws, setting up potential defamation lawsuits against anyone who uses the term. In fact, Agali Canada, a Trudeau-funded far-left organization, was part of the lawsuit against Brian Webster, a Thunder Bay Facebook blogger who called drag queens groomers on his Facebook page. I guess one needs to tread lightly here, but we are already being tasked with calling pedophiles minor attracted persons. So when does the levy break? Since we're rewriting truth anyway, then do reimagined definitions of perversion make any act less horrendous? If a dog is rabid, you call it rabid. Not because you're worried about offending the dog, but because you want to warn anyone who comes in contact with that dog that they're in danger. All right. In an effort to control the narrative in Canada, the Canadian government has forced Facebook and all social media sites to ban all news stories. If they don't comply, they will have to pay the site a news source. Now, not to take away anything from journalists making a living, once you start controlling what people are allowed to read and the information made available, it takes on a bit of a Marxist vibe. And 
in a completely tone-deaf response, Canadian Heritage Minister Pablo Rodriguez said in a statement, A free and independent press is fundamental to our democracy. It levels the playing field by putting the power of big tech in check and ensuring that even our smallest news businesses can receive benefit through this regime and fair compensation for their work. Yeah. Except even the little guys can't post news on Facebook anymore either. Unless, I suppose, you were a government-backed news source. Hmm. Has Canada got one of those? CBC, anyone? And listen, if a free and independent press is so fundamental to our democracy, wouldn't you want to back it? Maybe put it up someplace people go to get their news? Just asking. This next story was a very exciting one for me because years ago, I played bass in a number of bands and I remember a series of TV shows that myself and other band members watched voraciously. Airing about the same time as the Custom Motorcycle Explosion, Miami Inc. and then LA Inc. told the stories of artists who worked and managed tattoo studios in the States. I myself have never had a tattoo, but several of my friends have. Now, as a side comment, I received my motorcycle training alongside a very famous Vancouver artist named Jean Vant Hulanar, also known as the Dutchman. Bit of a rabbit trail, I know. But kind of a cool experience, right? Anyway, so when Cavon D posted a video about her baptism and confession of faith, I was very excited for her. There has unfortunately been the obligatory negative feedback from Christianity's modern-day Pharisees questioning everything from the method of her baptism to the sincerity of her heart to the kinds of people who were in attendance and so on and so forth. But it does not take much effort to find out the answer to the question, is she a Christian? Although she hasn't agreed to very many interviews, the ones I've seen her in definitely confirm her conversion. And doesn't the act of baptism come as a confirmation to a statement of faith? Forest for the trees, people. Forest for the trees. What a fantastic addition she is to our family. You know, our churches seem to have lost the script. On the commission, we've been given when we choose to doubt conversion stories and judge new Christians on their looks, habits, and language. If we judged babies by the same criteria, the human race would have died out long ago. And this just in, Hulk Hogan posted... He and his wife's baptism on Twitter X. Now he truly is a brother. Yeah, I went there. Okay, on December 20th, he tweeted, Total surrender and dedication to Jesus is the greatest day of my life. No worries, no hate, no judgment, only love. Now, back in April, he wrote this. I accepted Christ as my Savior at 14 years old, but now that I'm one with God... The main event theme of surrender, service, and love makes me the real main event that can slam any giant of any size through the power of my Lord and Savior. And so it is, even now, brother. Amen. So go back with me to WrestleMania 1 when Hulk Hogan teamed up with Mr. T. And now both men are proclaiming their love for God, and that is a tag team I want on my side. All right. Now, let's swing the pendulum the other way 
What is happening to Christianity today, especially Christian music? No one watches award shows anymore, but what the what happened at the Dove Awards this year? There hasn't been much Christianity in the Christian music scene since Keith Green and Mark Hurd were alive, so I guess I shouldn't be shocked that Derek Webb and his band of misfits would want to crash the party. But do these people hate God so much, they feel there's a need to spread their specialized hatred, bigotry, and sin into every last crevice of faith that remains? I am sure there were many who attended the Dove Awards who don't understand why this is a big deal. I'm looking at you, Amy Grant, and that, in and of itself, is my point. Our Western Christianity has perverted the understanding of biblical love so heinously that it now means unwarranted acceptance of all distortions and corruptions of the truth. Can anyone tell me what verse that comes from? Sheesh. I feel sad for what's going on. Our children deserve better. Our churches deserve better. Society deserves better. It's time to get on our knees. And while you're on your knees, can we pray for what's happening in the conflict between Israel and Gaza? This isn't just a military war. This is a spiritual war as well. This is vaguely reminiscent of where we were last year with the war in the Ukraine. And I'm not a fan of any war. And there are people on both sides who need to hear the truth about peace, love, and joy, as well as the promise of salvation, promised by what? The birth of Christ. I find it hard to take sides when I know that Christ died for everyone involved. Should we lean toward or against our country's position? Should we support the side we feel has the greatest historical claim? Do we point out one side's atrocities and ignore the others? There is a great evil in war, and the spiritual significance of anything which happens in this part of the world multiplies that evil. So I encourage you to prayer. Pray for the lost and the hurting and the hate. Pray for love. Now, it wouldn't be a look back special if we didn't have outtakes. And this year we have some great outtakes, which I'm embarrassed of, but I will share anyway. So here we go. Can we be led to faith by scripture? Hello. You are going to die. Doesn't work for me. Let's try down, 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 down. Stars. Okay. Check, 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 check. Oh, that's a bit much. What in the world? Hmm. Talk to me about the Bible. Tell me things about the Bible. I believe the Bible is true and it has no errors. I don't like the parts where the bird guys came and made him have blood and made him carry the cross. That's the bad part I don't like. Check, 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 check. <laughs> Let us play. <laughs> um, why did the silly chicken and the ghost with the silly question cross the road? Because he needed to get to the silly ghost home. Yeah. Internet problems. That's what the phone is for, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Remember the song you did? Uh-huh. Remember? Like that? Yes, I do that later. I, I edit that in. Oh. Okay. Oh, that was brutal. That was brutal.
great. Am I right? Next year, we will be looking at panentheism, science versus Christianity, history versus Christianity, the exclusivity of Christianity, the evil that men do, and answering the questions, is the Bible an idol? And is God evil? And many more things, I'm sure. Now, I made a promise to close off this special Christmas episode with something special. And so I present the Christmas story. In those days, Caesar Augustus made a law. It required that a list be made of everyone in the whole Roman world. It was the first time a list was made of the people while Cornelius was governor of Syria. Everyone went to their own town to be listed. So Joseph went also. He went from the town of Nazareth to Galilee, in Galilee to Judah. That is where Bethlehem, the town of David was. Joseph went there because he belonged to the family line of David. He went there with Mary to be listed. Mary was engaged to him. She was expecting a baby. While Joseph and Mary were there, the time came for the baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn. It was a boy. She wrapped him in large strips of clothes and she placed him in a manger. That's because there was no guest room there where they could stay. There were shepherds living out in the fields nearby. It was night and they were taking care of their sheep. An angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them. They were terrified, but the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news. It will be, bring great joy for all the people. Today in the, city, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. He is how you will know I am telling you the truth. You will find the baby wrapped in strips of cloth and lying in a manger. Suddenly a large group of angels from heaven also appeared and they were praising God. And they said, Glory, may glory be given to God in the highest heaven. May And may peace be given to those he has blessed on earth. The angels left and went into heaven. The shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hovered, hurried off, and found Mary and Joseph and the baby in the manger. After the shepherds had seen him, they told everyone. They reported that what the angel had said about this child. All who heard it was were amazed. 
at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary kept all these things like a secret treasure in her heart. She thought about them over and over. The shepherds returned. They gave glory and prayers to God. Everyone they had seen and heard was just as they had been told. When the child was eight days old, he was circumcised at the same time he was named Jesus. This was the name the angel had given him before his mother became pregnant. God bless you all, and I look forward to another year of completeness in Christ.